Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Grand Otaku Council podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ace. And I'm your host, McMillian. And we are back for another week with episode 16. But as always, if you would like to become a council member and follow us every week as we talk all things anime and sometimes manga, then make sure you hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on our social media so you can stay up to date on all things about the council. And for any new listeners out there, our weekly episodes consist of me and McMillian following along with three animes of our choosing for the current anime season and review and discuss every new episode that comes out. Um, the three animes we chose for this winter 22 season were Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District Arc, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, and the Case Study of Vanitas Season 1 Part 2. Um, as many of you all know, Demon Slayer Entertainment District is gone now. It has ended. So right now, weekly episodes are only consistent of Vanitas and Attack on Titan. Our plan is to replace Demon Slayer with something else. We have not made up our mind yet whether we want to replace it or not. But if we will, then of course we all we will let you guys know. As well as the timestamps for when we start talking about each specific anime will be down low in the description of the YouTube video, as well as the episode description for the audio only platform. So if you just want to skip to a certain anime, you can go right along and do that. And with that being said. The council is now in session. Let the meeting begin. All right, everybody. It's been a long week here. A lot of lot of stuff going on in the world. If you're a gamer, there's a lot of new games that's been coming out recently. And if you're an anime fan, we got we had a lot of new announcements and stuff that's been going down this week. It's just a lot of stuff that's been happening. So I hope everybody had a good week. And um, you know, welcome back. So we're gonna start up with some council announcements. So our first council announcement that we have for today is the Fire Force manga is officially done. Um, if many of you don't know what Fire Force is, is one of the new gen shonen that has been coming out you know recently, mm-hmm. and it is about firefighters. <laughs> but um, it is made by the same man who created Soul Eater, and it is definitely a good watch. It's definitely one of the one of the good new gen shonen's that came out. If you yeah, have not yet definitely. had a chance to check it out, definitely go check it out. Especially if you like Soul Eater. If you like Soul Eater, you'll definitely like this. Um, so the Fire Force manga has ended. Hopefully, that means we'll begin the season three announcement for the anime here coming up soon. Because apparently, you know, I'm not going to talk about how it ended, but apparently, you know, some good stuff is going down and a lot of connections were made, and I want to see how that goes down. So I'm waiting for the season three announcement to go. Come on now. Uh, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on Fire Force, McMillian? I'm pretty sure we're oh, uh Fire Force in general. I think it's a good uh I think it's a good story, tells really well, nice characters, stuff like that. Uh there's besides one, but hey, you got your joke characters in every uh anime <laughs> shonen property. Leave her but, alone. Uh, no. <laughs> if I have to if I have to deal with it, I'm gonna talk about it. But regardless of that of that fact, I feel like if like what uh, A said is true. If you like Soul Eater, you'll probably like Fire Force. Um, a lot of uh, Soul Eater, you could definitely feel it in the show as well. But nice action, good story, uh, good character. Uh, really can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong with it. All right, moving on to our next announcement we got here for today. So the Classroom of the Elite Season 2 announcement has been confirmed. Now, I do not know much about this anime, so I'm going to hand it over to McMillian. He can talk a little bit more about this. So, give us a rundown of McMillian Classroom of the Elite. Uh, so, quick thing. If if you're an old anime watcher, you would know of these things called student councils. Peep our name just a bit, all right? 
where they were basically like higher than in all anime they were basically there was a trope where they were more powerful than the government or like above god in some cases or had gods on them in some cases um classroom of the elite is basically a story about a school made for legitimately elite students uh every year they added new uh, students to like this ridiculous school and they had to prove themselves as being elite or above society like it is ridiculous the stuff that they have to do there was a well i think in the first season there was an exam where they took them to a private island where they had to show out uh and stun on everybody and until it, <laughs> it was it was crazy and there was but the story is so good and the and like the characters are really well like the, it's really well told and has really interesting characters and the plot is super like interesting i would definitely go ahead and give uh season one a look at if you have not and okay hopefully you'll be as excited for season two as i am because right mm-hmm. legitimately it was one of those anime it was one of those 12 episode animes that you watch where you were just like i i, I kind of just looking i ain't for got them. nothing else might, to do yeah it actually might be 24 but i can't not remember okay and it just turned out to be really good and i was yeah, like it was wow one no i feel you if there's no season two yeah. but like so oh. is there is there a student council in this in this yes. anime? Oh, well, we might yes, have to is. we might have to you know add it to one, one of, of our lineups when it comes back. Uh, out. One of the main characters is a younger sister of the guy who's in charge, and it okay. is and their dynamic is very interesting. <laughs> I have to take a look at it. We might have to add this one to our uh, our weekly lineup whenever it comes out. Then uh, moving on to our next announcement: No Game, No Life is getting a manga adaptation. Um, no Game No Life is another isekai anime where this guy and his sister got transported to a video game. Well, not a video game where they got transported to a world where everything is decided by a game. Mm-hmm. And so in the end, the gist of it is you challenge everybody. He's going around challenging everybody. So at the end, he can challenge God. It's weird. I know. But it's a good show. I, I can't, it's, good. it's honestly it's one of those things that was like when it came out i don't think a lot of people knew about it but as time has gone on uh and you know it makes its way through the grapevine or the yeah. grapevine it became it became a cult classic basically to the point yeah. where like they they made a movie recently i think it was like sometime in college also pretty good i think it's like no game no life zero or something like and that and i'm going to go check that out cuz i have not seen that it's it's good it's good if you like the series you'll like the movie uh so hopefully with this resurgence of this new manga adaptation if it boosts in popularity they'll be like all right we'll give you season 2 please <laughs> please okay because they've been giving the seasons of stuff I didn't think we would go get season. Like, Classroom of the Elite coming out out of nowhere. And then uh, Devil's a Part-Timer. I mean, this is a while back that it got announced for season two. But that, I did not expect that to come back either. So, <laughs> fingers crossed. All right. Moving on to our next announcement we got. Zatch Bell is getting a manga sequel, everybody. Now, this this is an old classic manga slash anime, um, Zatch Bell. I'm not going to go too deep into this. If you don't know what Zaz Bell is, go look it up. Just go look it up. It's definitely one of those old classics. Um, moving um, on from that. I was going to say, it's like, apparently um, the anime does not end. Read the manga. I am very interested to see how this story continues based on where it left <laughs> off in the, in the manga. That's great. But no, the, the anime does, at least from what I heard, the anime does not finish where the manga ends. It ends prematurely. From what I've heard. I'm Go not, check it out. It's I'm a pretty sure. good story. It's a, I don't know if you'll think it's kiddie or not because it did come out like I mean, what well, it is. I'm, 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 
subjective. It's, I mean, it's decent. It's decently old, though. Is all it, I'm gonna it, say. It is. It's, I, I guess. Would you? Would you consider it a kids anime? Like it was some, on for kids, but so was One Piece. So I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I mean, but well, there you go. Well, anyways, <laughs> so take it. Take it for what you will. It's getting. Yeah. It's get, it is getting a manga sequel. Hopefully, maybe. Even an anime sequel, who knows? I guess it just depends on how well the manga does. But anyways, moving on for that. Um, our next announcement we got here: Near Auto Automata. Thank, there we go. Is getting a anime. We have officially got the announcement for the anime for Near. And let me just tell you guys now: if you have not played any of the Near titles, if you are a gamer, you are doing yourself a disservice. Definitely go give the Near franchise a chance. They just remade the first one. It's called Near Replicant. The sequel to that game is Near Automata, which is the one that's getting an anime adaptation. Mm-hmm. It is good. And if you any of you don't want to go play the games, this is definitely a nice chance to just get into the franchise as yeah. a whole. I I hope this adaptation is good. I really, I, do, I really hope it is good. It, I think it's been a hot second since we had like a video game TV adaptation. Even I guess as far as just like an anime adaptation, like I just I hope that I really hope it's good. I just really hope it's good. You know, um, they got all the lore they need right there. They just got to execute. They just got to yeah. go and execute. Um, moving on from that, the Legend of Arceus is getting a web series. Pokemon Legend of Arceus is getting a web series. Mm-hmm. Um, as you all know, Pokemon Legend of Arceus the video game just came out last month. It was you no know, doing wonders. Um, it's been a big hit for Pokemon and hopefully, you know, they continue to do that and give everybody what they want. And yeah. apparently that's, you know, what they are doing because the Gen 9 just got announced today and it looks like it's going to be another Legend style game. So things like they planned ahead for this and, you know, they're giving the people what they want and yeah. hopefully, they, like I said, they continue the, the, the streak they got going on. They're excited to see both of these Pokemon does pretty well on their web series. If you haven't checked them out, they're on YouTube for free. So, you know, go look them up when you can. All right. And that is all the. Well, nope. I got one more council announcement. Strike that. So, the JJK movie, JJK Zero, comes out on March 18th. We will be going and watching it, and we will be doing a movie review on that movie so be on the lookout for that won't happen for a few weeks from now because you know we gotta wait for the movie to come out of course but mm-hmm. we are planning to do a movie review so just keep that in mind and yeah so with that being said that is the end of our council announcements and we're gonna hop right into the episode so last two episodes we started with k-state Venitas, but we're gonna switch it up this week and this week we are going to start it up with attack on titan episode 83 pride and we're going to hop right into our first section from what we learned for this episode. So, um, since this happened at the beginning, we're just going ahead and go and start and, w- and talk about this for the beginning. So, we got the resolution to whether Connie was going to turn his mother into a, a Titan or not. We got finally got the resolution to see that. And I just want to say I was wrong about how it was going to go down. <laughs> but I was close. <laughs> yeah, that's worth it. worth it, man. The thing I, when he started using the gears, I definitely thought I was like, "Oh, Alex might have been right." And then I was like, "Oh, hold on now." <laughs> I was I, I was close. I was close. But anyway, so Connie finally gets Falcon. Now, is that his name, Falcon? 
Falco. Yeah, Falco. Yeah, thank you. Finally, Connie finally gets Falco to his mother. And, you know, Falco was like, you know, what are you going to do with this site now that we're here? Now, hilariously, <laughs> I don't know what Connie was thought this plan was going to do. But his plan was to act like they was going to brush the Titan teeth. In what right, in what world would we be I, brushing the teeth of a Titan? I, I, out of all the time know. this just, man had to come up with a plan, that is the plan he came up with? My thing was, I was just mad that Falco was just like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Like, he he agreed, and I was like, I don't know if that was a lie agreement, because we don't see, we don't get a chance to see him try and run away, because... Armin and uh, Gabby show up by this time. But I was just like, were you really about to help this man brush your tights? <laughs> like, are you crazy? <laughs> but anyways, so Connie's, I don't know what his plan was, but anyways, we go from there. Um, Armin and Gabby, it's still fuck Gabby, by the way. Armin and Gabby show up and, you know, they're here to stop Connie. So for those who don't know, last week, I theorized that Armin was potentially going to kill Connie's mother. That is not what happened. So what we got instead was Armin was going to basically commit suicide, basically. Um, He was going to sacrifice himself and he was going to be, let himself get eaten by Connie's mother. I don't think that would have been the brightest thing to do. I guess you kind of stop whatever conflict you had going on with your friend but at the same time every the rest of the group loses you armin so what is connie's mother gonna help with the situation that's going on now i mean i think i just don't understand one besides like what connie said because i think what he said was correct that my mom there's no way his mom probably could have dealt with like the reality of like oh man i've ate my son's friend to like continue to live Granted, she probably wouldn't be able to deal with Falco's thing either, so I thought that was also just, like, wild. But I, I think it's just a testament to how crazy shit is right now. <laughs> because the world is damn near about to... Well, the, well, the world besides parody is about to get destroyed, and people on their last ropes, they don't know what the fuck going on. We don't know what to do. Why? Hey, I'm in like, look, man, if you want this that bad, I'll do it. But we ain't killing no kid. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to ask you this question. You put put yourself in Armin's shoes. What are you doing? Are you sacrificing yourself? Or are you going to kill I'm punching either, Connie in the either face. I guess, Falco or his I'm, mother? Well, I guess I'm, what would you do, maybe? I'm punching Connie in the face and be like, look, man, it's bad, but it's not murder a child bad. I mean, but he he has the blade up to Falco's neck, though. You oh, still gonna risk situ- Russian Connie? Probably still yet. I don't think he would have killed him because the thing <laughs> is, he would lost his leverage. <laughs> so he would have So you just wouldn't win for the Connie. Thing is, I think, the thing is, Armin. If I was it, now, you say if I was in Armin's shoes, Armin, I don't think is strong enough to like beat Connie up. Like Armin's not a fighter. I mean, but, you're not necessarily arming. Like, I'm not saying like you're arming no, no, himself, but, saying, but you're but in his situation. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I understand why Armin probably didn't rush Connie because there's no way Armin could have beat Connie in a fight. Like, that's not <laughs> Armin is not a CQC person. Me, on the other hand, I'll scrap. I'll throw the ones. <laughs> okay, so that, I'll throw the ones. So everybody, he, he would have fought Connie. Is that's that's what that's what we're getting because, from this? In my opinion, like. If Connie was too slow, I would have, I would have died. And then now look at this. Now we ain't got a tech tissue. But 
like me, like Dick and my friend be like, Connie, this don't make sense. Like at the end of the day, this don't make, this ain't right. And he knew it wasn't right. He was because the moment after he saved Armin, he was like, Dad, Dad, you know, I've been acting crazy. I just wanted my mom back. But at the same time, she told me to be a good soldier and save people. I would like to go save people. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel like I feel like all he needed was like a good smack to the head and be like, I, yeah, I'm tripping. Or someone to tell, yeah, because Armin, I think, did it the best way he could have done it. I just feel like if you could move faster than him, because there was no way he was going to slash that boy. Not the way he was thinking. All them flashbacks. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily would have rushed Connie himself. I think I would have used Connie's mother as leverage to get him to um, drop Falco. I, the only thing is, I don't know how well threatening his mom would have done. Because the whole, like, if he... It, in my opinion, I mean, the man kept because, his mother alive for four years. I think it would have. Well, I think no, it would have been. Saying, I like, think it would have been I, very effective. But my thing is, I just know that a you, uh, the way in anime that works, fist fights tend to make people friends again. I don't understand it. <laughs> Naruto and Sasuke blew off each other's arms, and now they are buddy buddy. So I, <laughs> that's why I, I'm just saying, like threatening threatening his mom. I don't know what the result would have been. I just felt like the cooperation between the team that we probably would need later probably would not be as solid because Connie in the back of his head would be like, this motherfucker threatened to kill my mother or killed my mother <laughs> the whole time, you know, in the back yeah. of his head. So. Okay. Well, all right. Well, moving on from that, before we go to our next little section right here, I just wanted to also mention the fact, the small little fact we learned in this episode, um, all the Colossal Titans have officially left Paradise. Um, you know, they're just continuing the march, but they have all gotten out of the city now. Um, just wanted to touch upon that little small fact right there. But moving on to our next section, though, um, we're gonna call it the Avengers have assembled here. <laughs> but you know, we got a group of people, you know, coming together to form a plan to stop Aaron, and you know, we're gonna run through that now. So after. Connie's and Armin's whole debacle. They come back to the city and they have a run in with Annie, which actually surprised the fuck out of me because I thought I figured that Annie was long gone by now. Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't the main city. It was probably one of the outside. One of those outskirts cities. Three cities. So it was probably one of those or like, yeah, probably one of the outside. Okay, cities. so okay, well that that makes and, more sense now because I thought they yeah. was back in paradise. No, no, no. I mean, they were all. I mean, they were. Oh, you the island. Is well, yeah, that was well, the island, but yeah, you, yeah, I mean the. I forget the, what main the last. City, yeah. yeah, I forget what the last one is called, but they were probably like in one in like the second wall city or whatever. Something like that, yeah. And they were just like, "Oh shit, let's eat and like figure out what we're gonna do." It was like, well, Annie escaped, and then she started choking on the shit she was eating. It was like, oh fuck, you're right there. I, I thought that was hilarious, but great. So <laughs> they meet up with Annie. Annie decides to join them. For whatever reason, and she ditched hat, um, hatch hitch. God damn it, she ditched hitched, and now Annie is with Connie and Armin. We go from there, and we come to Jean and Mikasa. Jean and Mikasa are still in the castle, um, just watching Floch be Floch. Um, it's still fuck well, Floch. Well, Mikasa isn't really watching Floch. She's just uh, she's kind of around. Like well, the, not, well, I'm well, I'll say that because the first scene, you know, Flosh was giving his big speech, and Mikasa oh, was, she in the was back. there. Yeah, yeah, right. she was in the back. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, fast forwarding from Flosh giving his "fuck the world" speech, we come to 
the execution of Yelena and oh boy, I do not want to pronounce his mispronounce his name, so I'm gonna let McMillian say it. Ankyapon. There we go. All right. <laughs> I'm, if I mess that up, I do apologize. So we come, we flash forward to where Floch is about to execute these two people, and before that happens, somewhere between this instant. John and Mikasa met up with Hotch and not Hotch, goddammit, Hanj and Peak, and they formed a plan together to come together and stop Aaron. But mm-hmm. when did they do that? Who knows? Anyways, John sends the signal, shoots four times, Peak come through crashing through the walls, grabs John, Yelena, and old boy. I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to pronounce <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Grabs old boy and dip at that at that is happening. Mikasa, Arma, Connie, and Annie. They're all they got carts, they got supplies, they got weapons, they got food. They heading all they taking all this and they're heading out of the city. Now, when the hell did they have time to plan all this? That, that you know we was talking about this off camera, but when the hell did they have time to meet up with yeah, Hans was- and discuss this plan? Yeah, because that's what I want. In the beginning, in the beginning of the episode, we we get to see Levi and all the Levi Hodge peak and like the 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 only Marlan command the Marlan commander who we've seen like throughout this the the season. Uh, they struck a deal, apparent or some or some shit, and we don't see them ever again until the end of this episode. So we just like, where the f- how did this get orchestrated? Who orchestrated? Who was sending out the letters? <laughs> And so, as they're fleeing the city, they go and meet up with Reiner, and now they're bringing along Reiner with them for the ride, because, I mean, why not? You know, he's the armor titan, we need some more muscle, why not bring uh, um, Reiner along with us? Yeah, we need need people to stop this giant monstrosity, why not get the other lesser monstrosities to, you know... They basically woke him up and said, hey, get up, we're going to save the world. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to save the world, get, grab your things, it's time to save the world. (laughs) Oh, man. But, yep, the Avengers have assembled. So now the group consists of, run through this real quick, Mikasa, Armin, Connie, Jean, Falco, Gabby, and Reiner. That's our one group right there. And Annie. I'm, I forgot. Sorry. That's our first group. And then our second group, Levi, Hanj, Peak, the commit Marlin commander, Jean. Yelena. I already said Jean. Yelena. Oh boy, y'all know whose name is. And that is our second group. I'm assuming that at one point they're all going to come together. I wouldn't see why not. They're all heading to the same destination. So at one point, probably the next episode, they're all going to come together and they are moving to stop Aaron, which is also another interesting thing to think about that they all, that at least Mikasa, referring to Mikasa and Armin, that they made the decision to say, hey, yeah, even though. Aaron is our friend and he's doing this for us. He's doing this for, you know, his people and not. They don't agree. They still don't agree with world domination, basically. Just killing it. Yeah, world genocide. They don't they don't agree with it. So they're gonna go and try and stop him. What what can they do to stop him? Who knows? But they're gonna try. They're gonna I mean, they gotta look, you gotta draw the line somewhere. You know, you gotta call your friends out when they fucking up. And he he fuck I mean I understand why he made this decision. I completely understand. Do I condone it? No. Genocide is never the answer. Because that's wild as hell. But, I mean, this is... Well, we will have to wait and see how the hell this all plays out. Because in my head, I still don't know 
the, a thunder spear can't hurt that, right? <laughs> it it might depending on you know because from where you look like it looked like it was all like skeleton and bones and stuff. So maybe you know maybe a thunder spear could you know do something to it. Maybe maybe I just know that thing look like. It I mean honestly, if anything shot, could so. do something to it, I think it would be a thunder a thunder spear instead of their regular little blades. Probably, I'm you just know? saying like. We got we got three titans. One of them don't know how to use his abilities. Oh no, we have four titans. But Annie is so weak right now. I don't know if her transform would even help. Well, she might be. Well, she has gotten a chance to you know put food on her stomach now. And you know, she, I, but I mean, she, like she, got, she had a chance to rest. I so she might be a little bit better now. I don't know how much just one pie is gonna do, <laughs> or like or what. I mean, it's, food be, it's in general, better than zero pies. Yeah, it's true. That's true. You're not. You're not wrong. Pies, it's better than zero appar- pies. pies is apparently very fulfilling. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know what. Four Titans, one of them being possibly at half power just because of how long she's been encased, like mm-hmm. her heart and hardened. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure that has effects on her body besides her just being like starving. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if, if you don't move around for a while in real life, you your your body starts to like, get weak and stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you lose yeah, muscle lose strength, and stuff yeah. like that. So, and then Falco doesn't know what his Titan, how to even use his Titan yet. Like he has in theory, probably, but he doesn't, you know. Theory and practice are two different things. So I'm just like, I mean, listen, oh, I don't know what they're gonna do either. But they got Levi and Faze Gabby. So I mean, I mean, but Levi crippled right. He looked like <laughs> he looked like the Attack on Titan version of Professor X. And did you without, not see that determination in that man eye? I, I did, but determination don't, don't it does not let you <laughs> become non crippled. <laughs> Oh, that, that boy is fucked is is good and fucked up right now. <laughs> hey, listen, that man. Hey, I bet still move around though to to Pop, some extent. We, listen, we'll Levi gonna show y'all. He gonna show y'all why he, <laughs> well, why he why he's the real protagonist of this anime. We'll ha- we will have to see. Um, but I guess like with that being said, uh, hey, since you asked me a question, do you think that if you were part of like of of a team to go take out Eldritch? <laughs> Eldritch God, uh, Aaron, would you, do you think like, and you were a friend of his, knowing all the things and why he's doing, do you think you would join this team or do you think you'd be on the fence? Uh, that, that is a good question. And to be honest with you, I don't know what the hell I would do in that situation because <laughs> I don't know what I would do now as a viewer. So if I'm actually living in that world, I don't know what the hell I would do. It's thousands of colossus of titles, titans out there. What are we supposed to do to stop? Aaron, like, I, I, I don't know. I guess really it depends. I guess at the end of the day, it would depend on how close I was to Aaron at the end of the day or to somebody else in the group to make me feel like, okay, you know, I guess since y'all going to save the world, you know, I might as well come with y'all too. I, I guess it'd be staying here with the Yankers, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that, you know, it's funny. I didn't even think about that. I do, <laughs> would I join to le- just to not deal with fucking Flosh? <laughs> And his bullshit. Probably. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's probably better than dealing with Flosh at the end of the day. So I might Colossal Titans or Flosh. Titans, Flosh. Flosh. I, I guess I'll go deal with the Titans. <laughs> Titans. I, I, if I had to stay here with Flosh, I might have to take on for, kill everybody in this whole city fooling around with him. For me, if I put myself in this situation, I think it'd be hard to join up like with the thing to be like, go let's go kill my friend who's trying to make sure we still we all have peace. like we have peace because if not, they just try and kill all of us. But at the end of the day, I think I'd have to do it because I'm just like killing everybody yeah. for the wrongdoings of a 
few people is not right. That, no, because like I feel you, because like you know, I'm you no, know, you going to destroy Marley, Marley, Marley. I'm fine with that. I fuck with that. You know, they fucked with us first. They had it coming. I'm good. Destroying the whole world. All right, now, Aaron, you got a little too much dip on your you chip. You know, you know, like what? What do we? This is not what we talked about. You know, we had one singular goal, and now you just expanded upon that. I, this is, you know, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, but you no, know, like I said, I, I honestly, like I said, it really just for me, I guess it would depend on how close I was to Armin, not Armin, um, Aaron, or somebody in the group that really just made me feel like, you know, like I guess I have to come now. If you, you know, if you guys are going, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to. And then, like I said, do I really want to stay here and deal with the Yegris as well? So, is at this point, it's just pick your poison, you know, mm-hmm. pick your poison. But um. Yeah, and for the last thing we learned today, so um, if you have been following us along with us, you know we've been theorizing on why the fuck have we have not seen Zeke yet? Is this man dead or alive? And apparently, via Hanj, um, Aaron has this man. You know he still needs him. Um, Zeke's found not found him. Zeke's warrior blood. There we go. He still needs Zeke's warrior blood to access the Fountain's power. So mm-hmm. that man got him trapped up somewhere with him on the Fountain up there. So it looks yeah, like that, if that I had to guess, I think their game plan is going to be kill Zeke. At least I don't know if that's Levi's game plan for the most right. part. Kill Zeke and therefore Aaron can't use the Founder Titans powers anymore. Therefore, all the Colossal Titans will stop. Well, no, I guess. Well, now my question is, say they do kill Zeke, right? And they disconnect Aaron from the Founder Titan. What the hell happens to the Colossal Titans? Do they just stop? Are they going to continue to march? What's going? What What are they gonna do? That is a good question because I guess let. I mean, they only received one command. I'm assuming from Aaron, which is just fuck this shit up. <laughs> I don't know what happens if you just like in movies. It's like, oh, they killed the mother brain. They all die. But I don't think it, this is. I don't think that's gonna how it's gonna work yeah. with Attack on Titan. But just based off what I've seen before. So I mean, it'll be interesting. To so. Figure out. I mean that <sighs> we're gonna we we're gonna have to see what's going on. But yeah, the Avengers have assembled. They're going to stop Aaron, who is the antagonist slash protagonist of this show. And um, yeah. We're just gonna have to see where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna move on to what we dislike now. And I mean we basically... I, I well, excuse me. You, we basically already talked about what I disliked, which was just how the fuck did the Avengers assemble without the notes? I just need to, who was drawing who was sending the letters? Because that just was that it just, the assembly yeah, no. just happened to. Yeah, no, I, I agree. With, I agree with you. Like when if no thinking about it, you know, I can put two and two together. But just from what they visually showed us, yeah, I, feel, I do agree with you. You know, they did like show us like you know who made what happened. Did like <laughs> did Hans come back to the city? Did she send Peak? You know, even though we know Peak was there, did she like relate? Tell a hey, Peak go tell because of this and that. You know, we didn't get none of that. It's just here's the plan. Go execute it, and we just saw him executed basically. Yeah, so I, I will agree yeah, with you did. on that. It was a little weird, but yeah, we did. Like I said, just for me put, being able to put two and two together, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, you can, like I said, probably from watching this, you can guess maybe how the events lined up, but the thing is, they don't show it, so it's kind of like, how did this time for how did this, you know, work? Yeah, who, how does everything was, line up? No, I who was orchestrating this because. <laughs> He had to go. Armin had to go this way. Mikasa was over here. Mikasa yeah. John was over who here. Sent, who you sent got, out the bat signal? Yeah, I was like, like, y'all, niggas, going on? y'all niggas was in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. No, hundred percent. No, well, for me, other than fuck flows, um, 
is going to be <laughs> on here until probably the end of the series right now. So other than fuck flows, I, for me, I just, I just still can't wrap my head around what the fuck Connie plan was for Falco. Like, no, I don't agree with him feeding his mother to the Titan, but the plan that this man good. came up with. Oh, the, what the, the hell the are we doing, Connie? Yes, the brush yeah, of the no, teeth. That was, that was what dumb. are we doing? That was dumb. That was what, what are we doing? Like, like I said, you had multiple, ample amount of time to think about what the fuck you was going to do once you got there. And that is what you came up with? That, well, that's, that's the thing. I don't think he was ever going to go through with it. I feel like that if, the, if your plan is that, is that, I don't think you was really <laughs> going to go through with it. I think you was entertaining the idea, but I don't think he was going to do it. I don't know. I think if Armin and old boy, not old boy, Armin and um, Gabby and show up, I think he would have went through with it. He was regret. He was regretting it too unless, much. unless like you said, because he was you no, know, de- you know, debating his mind. You know, like he's such an innocent boy and stuff like that. Unless the guilt just really just started eating him alive, then yes, okay, you know, he wouldn't have went through with it. I just said like one that plan. The plan was dumb. Two, all the regrets. Like the execution <laughs> was not there. So. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, we're going to move on to our favorite scenes now. And I really only have one. And it was at the point where Yelena and Oba was going to get executed. And let me tell you why. Because I thought before that, when when Flush was giving his fuck the world speech, mm-hmm. I thought Jean was going to kill him then. Like, I just thought he was just going to stab him in the back or something and then just like, you know, fuck Flosh, you know, we not, this ain't the way we go, we're finna go about this and go from there, but that ain't what we got. Um, We fast forward to the execution. When the execution was going on, I thought he was gonna kill Flosh then. He didn't, like, especially when he, like, shot at the ground and stuff, well, we didn't see him at first shoot at the ground, but when he shot the gun, I thought that was him taking Flosh out as well. Turns out, that was not the case as well, and then here comes Pete crashing through the wall, saving everybody, but then even on top of that, when Pete came crashing through the wall and he pushes Flosh out the way, and I'm like, John, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why, why would you save him? And then you know they fast forward to you know them being the river and stuff, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so I, I, like, I do I, like I see what you I see what you're doing. I do, like I said, they the plot twist it got me. I I, I thought do. John was gonna kill Flosh, but that is not what happened at all. I do like that scene. Uh, it's actually. It's funny enough, also one of my favorite scenes, but not for that reason. Um, Aunt Capone, I probably butcher his name, apologize. Nah, I'm just calling him old boy. Uh, <laughs> I, I dubbed him old boy for this episode. Oh, hey, <laughs> safe. I just wanted to make an attempt. Uh, his speech on xenophobia to like the rest of the pair, the, the Jaegerists. Yeah, the Jaegerists and mm-hmm. like um, Eldians. I just thought, I was like, yes, you tell him. You tell him, black man. You- <laughs> now, now, listen. The, when I was watching that scene, I was like, if they kill this man on Black History Month, I know something. <laughs> <laughs> I know something fucked up, right? I know something. Not on Black History Month. Too wait till at least wait till next week. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but uh, that I like that the like that scene for that reason. Like I, I, I uh, if anything, the confrontation of stuff like that. I, that was mm-hmm. I was really into. I was like, what the fuck is about to happen? Did not expect. Cart Titan to show the fuck up, but regardless, like that, no, that neither, scene was really, that. like I said, I really, thought he was finna offload shares. Yeah, really well done. Um, besides that, we kind of already touched on it. Annie just being at that fucking table, 
stuff in her face. Hilarious. It because was. Because even Kanye was like getting catharsis from the It's like, oh, this old Titan bitch, we used to be afraid of her. She's stuffing her face like a pig. It was just funny because I was like, oh, we needed this. Yeah. The world's ending, and you guys are. I was like, that that was a nice little moment. But that those are my favorite scenes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and rate this bad boy, and I think at least a solid eight for me. Oh, I have that same same. Okay. I thought this was so a we was lot. On, we was on the same page. Same I thought page. this was a lot more of an upswing from last week's episode. Like I, I was. Know. There was a lot more, I felt like, engagement in this one. Because like I said, last week's episode, not that it was bad. It was just a staging episode. So I felt like there wasn't really much to sink my teeth into. But this one, we had uh, Levi and Hodge make that deal mm-hmm. at the beginning. We get, uh, you know, the conflict between Armin and uh, Connie. And then, like, with these little random moments and as well as, like, you know, the plot twist with, oh, we've been working with these people the whole time. How? You figure it out. <laughs> but like like all that together, I was like, this is a really nice... I just really liked... The, it was a lot more engaging than I felt like last week's episode. So I was like, this is definitely an eight. Like this was much more of a like, ah. Like, yeah. No, I, you I know, feel you. attention grabber. No, I feel you. Um, really just for all the same reasons just mentioned. Plus, on top of that, um, like I said, you know, was theorizing about what happened to Zeke. And so for the fact that we finally got some more information about where Zeke could possibly, I'm pretty sure he is with Aaron, like Hans just said. Yeah. And so that also gives you a kind of idea of if they would be able to stop Aaron, like this could be technically their only way will be, you know, to kill Zeke. So, you know, just to get that whole revelation as well to add on top of everything you already said, I feel like, you know, it was a good combination of everything. So, yeah. But all right. And we're going to, with that being said, we're done with Attack on Titan, and we're going to move on to our last anime for today, the case study of Anita's episode 19, Snowflyer. And before we get started, I just want to say, these past few episodes of Anita's have been bangers one after another. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. They, uh, they've just been cutting up. They have been cutting the fuck up. It's, it's, it's just good. Anyway, so we're going to jump right into, you know, our what we learned topic. And we're going to start with the Chloe saga. That's what we're going to call this little first little chapter right here, the Chloe saga. So um, we finally got to learn the name of Chloe's Malnomen today. Um, it's called the Millet Theater of Ice and Snow. Oh, snap, what's going on? Of Ice and Snow. And basically, those afflicted by this malady um, become trapped in a closed world where the longer they stay there, their um, their soul slowly starts to get destroyed. Yeah. And so they have to be, you know, released from that prison. Also, but the only way to do, but the only way to do so is if they reject the prison. Correct. Itself. I was just about to say that. Yes, they, the person themselves is not just a regular curse that Vanitas can undo by himself. Like he, like McMillan just mentioned, the actual curse bearer has to also reject the world in order for Vanitas then to go and do what he has to do in order to save them. It's basically you know a two part curse breaking right here. It's not just Vanitas just doing his thing. So, um, but you no, know, that was that, and you know. We we basically also got you know the end of Chloe's arc. Basically, we got to understand why this basically came to a culmination because we you know we learned more about her backstory when you know she mentioned that how her father always wanted to bring her back into a human, but really she just wanted to be accepted for who she was she as was, a person. Yeah. Even though like yes, I may be a vampire now, but you know I'm I'm still Chloe. So 
why can't you just love me for who I am? And with that being said, you know, she ended up feeling alone her entire life, basically. And, you know, one thing led to another. And here we are today. Yep. Uh, it was really nice to see just basically like all the things that kind of just led. I mean, you could probably piece it together yourselves from watching like this series. Like it was done in a very nice way to where you could have guessed all this. But like it was good to see the the things that really was going inside her head that made her probably one become a curse bearer. Besides mm-hmm. like trying to help, you know, Jean Jack, but also to like why she was such in despair. Because, you know, me and Ace were talking last week like. You, if you win against Nadia, why would you plan to steal off yourself? Like you yeah. would still be, you know, around the people that you would still be surrounded by people. Oh well, at least a person that loves you. But I, at the end of the day, she thought her existence. I mean, like if she was growing up with her parental figure being like, "Yo, your existence, this isn't right." So I mean, that's probably there was probably a whole. I mean, not even probably, but we got to learn there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, you know, with that. Correct. So. And so um, Chloe ends up rejecting the her prison. Venus is able to save her. Um, the closed world is now dispelled. They come back out into a field of blue flowers, the same blue flowers we saw, like we've been, you know, we normally see throughout the, this this series. And she basically, you know, tells John Jack after a long, lengthy little, well, not very long, but after a little short, lengthy discussion, she tells John Jack, you know, she's sorry for everything. She was being very. Um, but what's the word? What was the word? Um, selfish. There, there yeah. we go. She was being very selfish for her actions, you know. And she really, you know, after John, J- you know, John Jack been saying, you know, why would you leave me by herself? And then she, she just basically agreed with him. You know, I was selfish for trying to leave you here by yourself. You know, let's yeah, just go, we, let's go live together. Yeah, and we got a really nice scene probably uh, around that as well, where uh, both John Jack and uh, while like Venice was healing um Chloe, but Joe, both John Jack and Jeanet reaching out and pulling Chloe like into them mm-hmm. and it was like uh it was the nice like little scene because it was also like a catharsis for like Jeanne being who could not reach out before and save her because mm-hmm. of like the the whole being a brewer training and stuff like that so yeah and then nice at the end brewer. of little Chloe's little saga right here which I'm glad they touched up on because I was thinking about this the whole time I was watching the episode so after Vanita's cures um, Chloe, he then goes to cure John Jack. And I was thinking this whole, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, well, damn, are you not going to, you know, cure John <laughs> as well? I'm like, we're just going to leave this man as the beast. Like, this is one of the main reasons we came here for. But John, basically, it was John's decision at the end of the day to lift the curse from off of him because he mentioned how he did, he became the beast basically to protect Chloe. But he was yeah. saying that if at the end of the day, if it's going to hurt her, he's just going to have to use his own strength to protect Chloe. And so he made the decision to let Vanitas lift the curse on him and just be John Jack once again. And so the beast is no more. And who hopefully John and Chloe can live happily ever after. But as we know, um, Nania is still out there somewhere doing God knows what. Will she come back to mess with them? Hopefully not. But you, we, we know, we know what it is. Yeah. Now. And then also <laughs> the, not the church, but the Lord Ruthven well, and the church potentially may also still chase after them as well. So there, there's that aspect as well. So mm-hmm. they might have to go into hiding. Who knows where they go into hiding? But some, something's gonna have to give. You know, they're not they're not just fully safe just yet. Yeah, so, Chloe and yeah, Chloe and John Jack have some a tough road ahead of them. But I'm pretty sure they'll make it out fine. Considering 
they now not only have each other, but they have allies within, like, as Vanitas, Noi, you and, uh, you know, a, a John A. So. Correct. So, do you ever, do you think we'll see these characters again later on in the series? I, yeah. I, I don't know how early, but I'm pretty sure they'll make their rounds eventually. Eventually, one way or another. Yeah, because to me, they just, uh, it, it doesn't make sense in my mind to waste them. They're mm-hmm. pretty good characters, and we spent like a whole arc developing them. But I feel like they're going to disappear for a while, though. Like I, I think it's definitely like they're going to travel on their own, and at some point we might need more help or assistance from vampires, and that's what this one. Well, hey, we got too. we got people to call. Yeah, we got numbers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. You know, that's the end of our Chloe saga right here. You know, ended with a. a very nice conclusion, but at, yeah. like we, like I just I, said, at the end of the day, they're still not totally safe just yet. They still have enemies chasing after them. So, but yeah, but it does not look like what I predicted was going to happen. Was going. I'm glad it did not did because not. Yeah. listen, we was going to have. <laughs> I was going to be one upset fellow over here if Nania would have reared her head and caused some more wreckers. And I, I was going to blame you. I, mean, I was going to hey, blame you. Hey, hey. I understand. I was I delivered bad news, and it turned out to be true. I, get I was it. gonna blame you. Had that happened, this whole episode would just be we're not even talk about Venice. We just ripping on McMillian because he he caused his bad he caused his bad hey, omen. Everybody, hey, Venice hey, has already shown me that they are good at setting up good emotional payoffs. So and they can either hurt you or make you feel good. Today was a feel good one. It don't I'm mean done. that bad one ain't coming. That's all I gotta say. I'm done. <laughs> But all right, so yeah, that's the end of the Chloe saga, and we're gonna head on to the next little chapter right here. We're gonna just dub this one Astolfo versus No Way. So, as we, many of you all know, if you've been watching the series last episode, Astolfo and No Way was getting into a little, little scrap, and we pick cool. back up with the scrap in this episode. Um, but before their fight continues, we have a flashback with Vanitas, No Way, and Ronaldo. That's this man's name, right? Roland, there it is, not Roland, Roland. Yeah. Roland. We have a flashback with them three. Um, Roland mentions to No Way, well, no, well, No Way mentions to Roland first that he might have to fight Astolfo at one point, and then Roland mentions to him that, you know, I understand you got to do what you got to do, but then he also mentioned that Astolfo's family was killed by vampires. Just threw it out, just, just, just bluntly, yeah, just pa- threw it out there. So they they knew before us, the audience found out that it was going to happen. But even with that being said, Roland did say. And just try. I, he he can be standoffish due to it. That's mm-hmm. probably why he can't work with you. But in reality, he's a very kind person, person that a lot of things, that bad things, happen to. So correct. And then, but then at the end of the day, Venice was telling him, you know, you can't let what happened to Astolfo in the past, you know, reflect on your decisions or how you deal with the situation. At the end of the day, he has still killed a lot of people and he's done some bad things. So when it comes to it, if you have to stop him, do what you need to do and stop this man. Um, just don't yeah. don't let know but what happened to him in the past stop you. You know what yeah. I mean? But when did he stop him? And <laughs> that, that he did. And so we the fight continues and push comes to shove. My boy No Way gets his arm exploded off. Did not see this coming. That was... Whew. But I, I, hey, but can he did. can vampires reattach limbs? I don't know. I mean, that's what it seemed like from uh, what one of the vampire uh, guys that they roll with was saying. He was like, yeah. "I have it just in case, so we could attempt to reattach it." 
but man, that was a good fight because it, it illustrated the resolve of the two characters. I felt like really good because Noi was like, "I'm really trying not to kill this motherfucker, but I gotta, I gotta do but it. But I gotta do it for Chloe. I gotta, John, I, gotta so. I gotta do this shit right here." And he didn't kill him, but he fucked him up pretty. Oh bad, yeah, no, he fucked him up. He fucked him up. It was a really um, good uh, scene between those two uh, characters. And so there, when when that fight was happening, the bubble was still up and and enclosed. But after um, Chloe's you know trapped world let down, um, Astafo and Noe meet again. <laughs> so Astafo is still trying to fight Noe, but Roland pulls up and basically stops him. At this yeah. point, Astafo is basically having a mind break. Yeah, and like we, a, we learned that Roland was actually the person that killed the vampire that killed all of Stoffel's family and basically, you know, took him under his wings. And that's pretty much why Stoffel is a cashier at this point. Yeah, but was uh, because that, of Roland. I mean, well, he probably became a cashier because of his family. But well, yeah, that too. But I mean, you know, the reason he's dude, alive. Yeah, he you no, know, he already. Had, but you know, he had connections with Roland and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure after that happened, he really had nowhere else to go, and he probably went with Roland. You know what I mean? So. It's yeah, I mean, like, I don't doubt that, it, 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 but also, like, upon seeing him, we get this, like, it, it felt so bad, too, but they did such a good job of, like, showing, like, the PTSD that uh, Ostafo is, is dealing with, because the moment he saw mm-hmm. Roland, it was like he transformed right back into kid and stuff, and he was just like, please save my sister, fully knowing now at his age, at this time, his sister's most likely dead. gone, yeah. yeah. So, now, like, like I said last episode, you know, after seeing Astolfo's backstory, I can I understand why he has so much rage built up inside of him. Like, at, oh yeah, no, I I completely I do not. Well, I mean, you like Vinnie said, he is responsible for his actions. You no, can correct. blame him for the things that he's done, but I, to say that I have no empathy for this character is would be a mistake. Though, yeah, no, one hundred percent, like. They they did a good job making you feel for Astafo, even though he's done many bad things. So it's, it's, it almost like it puts you in the shoes of Vanitas as well. Like, do do we feel sorry for him, or do we like Vanitas said? Do we just do we judge you know judge him by the things he has done? Because like you mentioned, you know, he's he's he the one who did his own actions. You know, that that, that was up to him. So even though you know some stuff bad things happen to you at the end of the day, you're still the one responsible for your own actions at the end of the day. And you know, it just makes you think. Just, just really makes you think. But and so that was the end of the Astafo and Novi conflict. And will we see Astafo again? I'm pretty sure we will. How will that go down once he comes back? Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. he might have like some of the anger might let go after this encounter but then at the same time i don't know i think he, gonna hold he might just stay true to his character and when, yeah, he, when I, he see no way again it might just be on sight again yeah, so I, mean, I, was, I think he has developed i'm pretty sure it, it, unless some major therapy happens for this character i think <laughs> i think noise his new rival or like a pretty, thirst, like i'm okay. pretty sure he's gonna hold a grudge against Noe. i know i feel you and all right and so, before we talk about our last big little chapter we got right here, we're going to talk about a small one. So, um, throughout this, me and me was theorizing that the the half human, half vampires, the Dampiers that was that was with Venetus and Noah, that they had ulterior motives besides the alteration engine. And we also theorized that maybe that their true goal was to get the divine tear stone from the alteration engine. And we were correct. Yeah, um, at the end of this episode, they showed a small little scene where they had the divine tear stone in their hand. 
Um, that's what they came here for. What it and you know what? Uh, you, I'm glad you reminded me of this. So, Mimili reminded me of the guy who they're working for. He's he, they're working for Sir Francis Varney, other otherwise referred to as the Clockwork Fiend. I don't, if I'm not mistaken, we have not got yet introduced to this character. We haven't got introduced, but we did when uh, Nania was when the Nania thing happened, and like mm-hmm. the, all the vampire senses, they showed a little image, a still image of him. Like, I don't know where he was, but apparently he also sensed, uh, Nania. Nania. Well, Queen, I forget her. I'm not, I'm not, I don't remember her name. Faustina coming, well, basically taking her back, her like true form. Oh, okay. You're talking about that scene. Okay. Yeah. Like when they like flash between everybody, it showed like Mm -hmm. a very small flash of him. So he apparently is a powerful vampire of some, of some sort. If he can sense when that happened, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I was about to say, it, almost maybe everybody sensed it because, um, I think his name is Luke. He sensed it as well. But Luke is related to the Queen, remember? Lucas. Yeah, you're right. No, you're correct. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so, um, they have the Divine Tear Stone now. What is the Clockwork Fiend going to do with it? Who knows? Maybe make some type of contraption similar to the Alteration Engine with it. Um, maybe not exactly, you know, something like the alteration engine, but he's he's going to use it to build some sort of contraption with it because he, you know, he works I mean, on he machines asked, and stuff. So yeah. he's going to use it to build some sort it. of contraption. And if he asks for it, who knows what he could? I don't know. I mean, the only thing we do know is that the book, the book of Aeneas, also operates off the same tier stone. Correct. So we're going to get to that. Maybe I, I'm I'm sticking like theorizing. Maybe yeah. every vampire knows about the knows about the book of Aeneas. Maybe the clockwork. Person's trying to make their own type of book. Who knows? In a way, that would be an interesting take on it. Because I, I highly doubt that the, that vampires want to keep only one person who can curse slash cure curses. So maybe he wants to make his own type of book of Anitas. I mean, uh, considering. Considering he has the people working for him working with Vanilla so closely in the first place, um, that, that's an interesting theory. But then at the same time, it just seems like most of the vampires really don't care about the saving the cursed vampires. Is really just you know, if a cursed vampire. Come I'm just up, saying, like he might. With he, I'm just saying, like this Varney guy or the Clockwork mm-hmm. Queen, he might be different because well, he yeah, has, well, he might be. He you has are. his. He has the people working under him working with Venetius in the first place, a guy who's helping to cure cursed vampires. So and he had and even though it was, I guess, for the uh the core of the alteration, he'd still sent Venetius on the trail of Chloe. So I mean, yeah, but then at the same time, maybe he figured that using Venitas would be his best chance at getting up. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying well. I'm not saying that it couldn't be that. I'm just saying like he could have more than that could have been a part of his most of well was to help okay. out this vampire was to help out yeah okay like no, the, his okay. main goal could have I still been that. to get the you know the tier but yeah no i can i can see that i can see that okay and all right so with that being said we're gonna head on to our last little chapter right here we're gonna just gonna call it the Venetus chapter so um at the beginning of this episode and also last episode me and mamillion was theorizing you know what if Venetus would not be able to actually save Chloe? Because, you know, we, we, we have not seen Venetus fail at saving a curse barrier yet. And that's when we got the reveal of what Chloe's mal, uh, malnomen was and that it actually could actually go wrong if Chloe does not reject the world. He would not be able to save her. Like, it would have been one of those moments where he would have finally failed. But we did not get that. 
Um, he succeeded and he broke the curse. Now, so yep. we move on from there. He, after he breaks the curse, we get a scene where we see the mark on his arm is actually starting to spread. So with that being said, do you think that mark is killing him or do you think that maybe is doing something else to I, him? What, what, I what, don't, do you, what do you think I, is going on with this, this mark? At this point in time, I really have no dog in this fight. Like, I have no bets. I don't know. It could be anything. It didn't look... It, it doesn't look like the thing causes him pain because when he was doing it, it wasn't like he was wincing from pain or anything like that. It was just noticing like... Oh, unless shoot, he was just... Unless he's just good at hiding it. Uh, yeah, unless he was good at hiding because he was like, oh shit, it's spreading. That's all he said like at the... When he took... After the whole... After he cured Chloe and he fell into like the bed of flowers, he looked at his arm and he was just like, it's as I use the book more, basically, this thing continues to spread. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know what it could be. It could. I, I. We know that the blue tear stone is important to like altering the fabric of reality, apparently, because mm-hmm. it works in the arbitration engine. Could I, the only thing I can think of right now maybe is that like Venetus could be his physical body might be breaking down as this thing continues to spread as he continues to change reality. He himself could potentially put like remove himself from it or yeah something else or he could be becoming a blue moon vampire yeah for me personally i would like to think that it's not just going to necessarily kill him but maybe like you said it's going to do something else to his body what that is what that is i'm not sure but i don't just, i don't think that it's just going to upright and kill him though I would um, hope I would hope not, but it, I can't lie and not see, say that could be a possibility. That's all no, I'm saying. No, like, no, it de- it's definitely a possibility. It's just that I just don't think that's the route that they would go for, in my opinion. Um, but no, I could be totally wrong. And then no, yes, it could just be that he's just slowly dying. And <laughs> that is just what it might just be. I mean, but like, um, I mean, I just, know- I just feel like the way that Vanita, the case that Venice has been doing the mysteries and stuff like that, I just feel like. That spread on his arm will not be something as simple, not necessarily something as simple as just killing them, but just I just don't think it'll just be just that. Just well, yeah, well, like I said, just, I, I don't might, think he's just gonna die at one point. I, well, I don't think he's like I said, I don't think it's gonna be exactly death. He might disappear, like he might be putting him his essence into like the, whatever that mark is could be turning him into like an essence of blue tear stone or something like that because it's related to it. I was saying like he might he himself might disappear. Granted, we know that's not how the series ends because we kind of, and this series is like a, it's almost like a flashback because it starts with Noe talking about like, this is the story of how I ended up like killing him basically. So. Eh. Okay. <laughs> but okay. But also moving on from that, um, when he uses the book this time, he mentions a name and he says, um, Luna, lend me your power. Who do you think Luna is? Do you think Luna is the other boy that was with him, or do you think it was that figure we saw in his flashbacks be a male again, or female? I, again, I still think that's the regular... I think the figure that we keep seeing and not the face of I think that's the original... The, the original Vanitas. I think it's the original Vanitas, or at least someone close to him. I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, Luna, I think, is his brother. The, 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 the person we've been seeing in the flashbacks and stuff like that, that's obviously still important to him, because when the doctor taunted him with it, he got real upset. Upset. So I, I think it was his brother because that seems to be like the only impression Venice let to be probably was close with. Mm-hmm. 
And we don't know if they both had like training and using the book of Vanitas to do whatever like Vanitas is currently doing right now. But I that's the one that makes sense to me. Unless okay. Luna, unless the figure we've been seeing in this thing isn't the actual Vanitas, but a person who was in love with the original Vanitas and his name Luna. But I, the safer, my instincts are saying safer bet would be that it's his brother. The the other boy we see in the flashbacks with him. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. If I had to make a guess, I would say it's his brother as well. Mm-hmm. If I had to make a guess, I just, that would be my guess as well. It would be um his brother. So, with that being said, uh, moving on to the end. So, towards the end of this um episode, after Vanitas cures Chloe's curse, John, John A comes up to him. Basically thanks him for saving Chloe and how you no know, tell him that without you I couldn't have saved Chloe. I finally got to write the mistake that I should have did made a long time ago. And at the same time, Jean A basically kind of technically confesses her love for him. And then at the same Is time Is that what it was? I <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? Because it was a, it was assault in my eyes. I don't know. Well, it was consent though, because he did give her. I mean, permission. he has. He, he yes. I just it was wild. That's all I know. And then immediately after, it was like, "Hey, remember you promised to kill me." Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time, it also looked like Vanitas also opened up his heart into the idea of. Letting Jeanne love him if it does come to that point. Yeah, that's what's um, a big thing. This episode was loved and being loved. Um, it's interest. It was very interesting. I would like to see how this develops more, considering all the stuff we know about Jeanne right now. I don't know how well this is going to end for anybody <laughs> because it does. I don't know if, from what it seems, that like Jeanne seems very con. Vince, that she her whatever curse she has cannot be cured. That she has to just die. That, that she, she does. Because she, she does. It, it's not cure me. It's kill me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that it does. Like like you said, we we still don't know what the hell is going on with Jeanne and Vanitas. You no, know, he already said it multiple times that he's not going to ask her. He's just going to wait until she wants to tell him. Mm-hmm. And so, until, whenever until that happens, we're just gonna be left in the dark on what the if, hell happened if, to John. If, if it was me, at this point, you tell me what's going on because this is just it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> but I mean, also from the way like this this episode happened, it's also alluding to the fact that maybe one day in this series that Vanitas may have to actually kill Chloe, not Chloe, John A. Um, because she, you know, she keep mentioning that if one day I don't become myself, you know, you got to kill me. And so, with that being said, That's what, what, what the, like you said, what what do you have going on, John? Yeah, prepare, <laughs> prepare me. If I at least, if if you're gonna at least make me do it, give me the courtesy of being informed of like what the fuck I am dealing with. You know, <laughs> God. So I mean that's what it's, that's 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 what that's what the series look like is alluding to that one day Vanita's will might have to actually kill Jane. And then if that happens, that's kind of messed up. Because, you know, we just got the scene where, from his flashback, where what we assumed to be the original Vanitas was mentioning that, you know, if you open up your heart one day, you know, so you'll find somebody to keep your heart warm and not, you know, let it be cold and die out and all mushy this and mushy that and stuff like that. It was a very touching moment. But, however, <laughs> um, that may, 
that that dream might get crushed if he has, if he has to end up killing this girl. It ain't going. To, it's no telling what it'll actually do to Vanita's him as, to him as a person, mm-hmm. especially if he if he really did finally open up to the idea of allowing Johnny to love her. If he does have to end up killing her one day, oh man, as it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be look, wild. Look, I, I've been hurt by eighty six Vanitas. Please don't do it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I it's gonna be so wild, and we're gonna. That's pretty much for our what we learned from this episode section, and we're gonna move on to our next section, to our dislikes. And I'm gonna start with you, Millie. Do you have any dislikes no, for this episode? Not, really, nothing. I felt like they told the story they wanted to tell. I could follow all of it. I was fine with everything that happened. In I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I don't I don't have a dislike for this episode, and I don't even really if I can call this a nitpick, but something about Mirror is just not <laughs> sitting now, right in my spirit. I feel you. I feel you. I, I definitely think something's up with that cat, but I, <laughs> I but that's more of like a story thing than it is would be like a dislike. Or yeah, that's why like I said it. it's just it's, I don't it's, know. It's just it's like I, a mental note. Like I'm I'm yeah. like there, there's something going on with this cat. Besides yeah, just, just being comic relief. If, yeah, exactly. Like you you just I don't know. You just you just seem to pop up and pop out at the right time. It just all seemed too convenient for me right now, Murr. Like I got my eyes on you, okay? Mm-hmm. I got my eyes on you, Murr. Don't think I don't see you because I see you. <laughs> exactly. But um no, other than like I said, that really wasn't a dislike, but um I mean, yeah, I think that's like three episodes in a row, but we really didn't have a dislike for Casey Vanitas. Like I said early, at the start of this section, Vanitas has been popping off these last few episodes. I, I I don't know what the writer got going on. He or she is on crack right now. I think it's a woman. And, I think. and the, the story, these last few episodes have just been good as hell. Just a banger, one after another. And like like Mimini said, I, what, I have nothing I can be mad about. At yeah, all. honestly, quite honestly, with these last couple, there's nothing I can be mad about. Because even uh, the last episode, it was just more of like, where the fuck did she go? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> don't the, I, I, I thank God she left at the same time. It's also a danger for her to just be out there doing God knows what. But yeah, God knows what. Then potentially there might be more of something like her out there. Like who? Who the hell knows what's going on with the queen at this point? And like I, that reveal, like I, look, I mentioned last week, I look nothing to is going to top that reveal. reveal and yeah. I think until we see the original, more of, yeah, exactly. Unless we see more of her or the original, or like you said, the original videos. Like um, I, that's just wild. But moving on from that, we're just gonna go to our favorite scenes. So McMillian, you know, hit me favorite scenes for this episode. Uh, no, way losing his hand, him, <laughs> him being like, it's all or nothing, and. Be in like loot that the explosion and him coming straight out of the smoke to just deliver that sweet that sweet straight straight to something. <laughs> that was great. I, I you can't you can't ask for something better than that. That shit was cinematic right there. No, I, I, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm I'm with you on that. You can't ask for nothing better than that. Um, that was also one of my favorite scenes. No need to dwell on it. You you hit the you no know, head right on the nail. Um, one of my other favorite scenes was after Vanita's lifted Chloe's spell, not curse, not spell. Um, she basically socked John Jack. She oh yeah, she went. <laughs> okay, so that was that was also mine. We got to see Chloe basically become. I don't know if 
It would be Sundere. I think it's a Sundere. But that whole trope of her beating yeah. up John Jack and he'd be like, "How? How is this? Ha- I just helped you out." Yeah. <laughs> one, one of your classic anime romance anime you know, tropes. tropes so. Yeah, but it was it was a nice light moment, nice funny light moment after all that trauma that we did. Yeah, yeah, we got we to see going through some trauma. You're right. So like, I, I agree with you. It was very nice and nice. Nice touchy feely warming stuff that we got to see after being, like you said, traumatized these past two episodes. So, um, we definitely needed that. And I'm glad it ended on naming and not stabbing somebody in the back. But, yeah. you know, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. That, like, that was one of my favorite scenes as well. And I don't, yeah, I think those are my only two favorite scenes, really. Yeah, that, Just, that was it for me as well. So, I guess with that being said, we can get to rating. Um, and, for me, this was also like, dang! I when, I'm debating giving it an eight or a nine. It was such a nice. I, clean I'm ending. at least an eight. I'm debating yeah. on giving it a nine because the way so, they concluded this arc was just so damn well done, and they wrapped up Chloe's arc and John's arc. We learned more about Vanitas and how he's basically opening it up to not only necessarily John A, but also just the people around him, including Noe and all his other friends and stuff like that. He's, he's yeah, gonna and, look like he's opened up to people more. And we was also right about our theory about old boys coming for the tear stone. So, I mean, I... I mean, uh, and also, like, basically, I mean, I can't really say it any better. It's just, but also, like, with all these revelations and and them slowly, like, pulling on the mystery of, like, Venice's past, it makes me excited for this next arc that's about to begin. Because, as we know, we just ended this one. So, another one, uh, at least the beginning of another one's right on the horizon. So, I'm really excited to see what else this has more. But, um, I guess with that, I guess, in between, like, eight, eight and a half, probably. I don't know if it, like, really, it, it it's so close to a nine, but it's not quite there I it's say. not just quite there no i feel like cause I'm, I'm i'm with you like i'm teetered between eight and nine but it's de- I'm, it's definitely an eight though for me yeah um like i can see myself giving a nine i just don't like i said i just don't know if i'm quite there yet but this was just a good ass episode like nothing, nothing to complain about they just they just did a really good job this episode mm-hmm. wrapped everybody's storyline up very nice and clean and then like you said mentioned before also alluding to other stuff that's going to potentially be leading up to the next art already in the same episode, as well as, like you mentioned, I'm pretty sure this is not the last time we're going to see Chloe and Jean. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure at one point or another, they will return. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of when and what for, you know? Yeah. And, it's uh, a lot to look forward to. It is. Um, it is. The mysteries just keep piling on up. And all right. Well... That's the end of the case to Vanitas. And is there anything else you would like to say before we head on out of here, McMillian? Uh, no, just like uh, like I said at the beginning, guys, if you have not checked out Classroom Elite, please do. So you can be excited <laughs> for season two. Um, I'm going to have to check this out because I have, I, I should you good night, guys. I have not heard of this until I saw the announcement and then I came and talked to McMillian about it. I have no it's, idea what it is, but I'm gonna, go che- I'm gonna go check it out. And when show. I and when I do, I'm gonna let y'all know what I think it's about a good it. Show. Mc, it is, McMillian is already putting his step on it, so I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, it's it's not a show, it's not action, but it's more of like an intellectual type thing. I, I guarantee it's really interesting. You'll probably like uh, the characters, especially the main character, different than I feel like any main character you get for most anime. Like, okay. he really is kind of a very a contrast for most protagonists. Um, <laughs> 
But with that being said, guys, as always, thank you for coming out and watching us on YouTube. Like I said, like, comment, subscribe if you haven't. Um, let us know your thoughts on like the animes that we talked about. Uh, for my audio-only listeners, please consider you know rating the episode real well and uh, giving us a review. It helps you know get uh, helps us get the word out, spread it to your friends, you know stuff like that. Share um, the all- podcast. Yep. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Gurren Otaku Council and on Twitter at Gurren Otaku. So that's how you get to stay up to date with all with the council. Um, guys, just you know, enjoy your week. Enjoy everything and all things anime. We will catch you next time. Meeting adjourned. Peace.